Spring is a traditional time when home buying and selling really heats up. How do you make sure your dream home doesn't turn into a nightmare? (laughs) In this episode, we're talking about three smart ways to prepare to buy a home. Welcome to the WalletWin Podcast. Each week, we take a look at a different piece of the personal finance puzzle. I'm Jonathan Texera. And I'm Amanda Texera. We're your guides on your journey to getting out of debt, building wealth, and changing the world through generosity. Here we go. It was the fall of 2013, and we had been debt-free for a little over a year, and we'd built up about four months of savings, and then we realized it was time to go for the next big one, buying a home. Now, at the time, we lived in Denver, and the market was white hot. Hot, hot, hot. So we knew that this was not going to be something we wanted to embark upon without having our ducks in a row. And if you've hung around here for more than two shakes of a lamb's tail, you know that I personally don't just wade into anything without ample preparation. She likes the ducks in (laughs) rows and columns. She loves those ducks organized. Tell about that surprise vacation I took you on. There were three (laughs) itineraries to choose from, all scheduled down to the half hour. (laughs) And it was a super awesome trip. It was a really great trip. See? You, (laughs) You plan and it just... Makes everything easier. Okay, so we were going into home buying, uh, and it was time for the preparatory phase, Mm. my favorite phase. It is your favorite phase. And in today's episode, which is probably going to be part one in a series, because this, you can't... This home buying thing is huge. It's huge. We're going to break down the preparatory work we did well in advance before closing on that very first home. Mm -hmm. This long runway of preparation, I think was truly what made the process smooth, peaceful, and easy, not the nightmare so many get caught in when buying their first home. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, we've heard the horror stories. Dozens upon dozens (laughs) of of houses visited. Hundreds. Oh, goodness. Lost bid after lost bid. We don't want that to happen to you. (laughs) So hang with us, and we're going to talk three different ways to make this process easy, smooth and peaceful for you Mm -hmm. all right let's get into it john okay the first thing is of course know how know how much you can afford on a house Mm. what's your price range really oh my gosh so many people how they calculate this is let me call a mortgage lender and then i'll just tell i'll ask them to tell me what i can afford and guys that's like asking the the car dealer what which options should I get? All of them, right? Because the lender guys, they're gonna make commissions off whatever you buy, and the more you get qualified for, and the higher mortgage you take, it's just padding their back pocket. So you have to come in knowing your numbers and not gonna let them tell you what they are. Mortgage lenders will sometimes qualify people up to forty percent of their take home pay, Ooh, or man. sometimes even more. And guys, I'm going to just give you a newsflash, house poor. That is a recipe for house poor. You're just going to just sit in your house, eat. On the floor and live at your of your house. house. <laughs> because you can't buy furniture. You better love your house. But that's, that's basically. <laughs> that's all you're going to have to do for fun is look at the house. Exactly. You don't want to get there. And that is where. They're going to take you if you let other people tell you what your numbers are. So you can actually calculate this backwards. We we t- we recommend people uh, 
only look at 15-year fixed-rate mortgages, mm-hmm. about a quarter to 30% of their take-home pay. So once you know those... And that's, in- that's including... Including payment, taxes, insurance. Depending where you live, those taxes oh. can add quite a bit. Oh, yeah. Or those taxes are. aren't right? that bad. Right. It all depends on where you are. So make sure you know about the taxes first. So once you kind of have those two guiding principles in place, you can pop online, enter in kind of your income, your numbers, uh, and then go from there. Mm-hmm. And we also recommend people not get to this point where they buy a home when they're still in debt and they don't have savings. Of co- Oh, goodness, no. Right. And the reason for that <laughs> is because, again, houses are expensive. They're the big, fat, expensive things that whose emergencies are usually big, fat, and expensive. Right. So if you wander into a house and then the hot water heater goes out and then... I the mean, hot water heater rusts out, floods your basement. I know. Wrecks a couple walls. The yeah. story that is common from after that is just, you know, robbing retirement, second mortgages, Credit cards to the max. I mean, mm-hmm. just stories you don't want to go down. And if you do it in the right order, then again, this is going to be a dream and not the nightmare. Yeah, and I'd say you need to, <laughs> you need, right? You're talking work backwards. This is this is the, the first tip in the getting ready to buy a house. Right. Part not. It's not. Go out and look at some houses and see what you like and how much are those. Exactly. You need to know how much you're ready to pay for before you even. Think about going out and seeing around what what costs what. Right. Because um, here's another news flash: the more expensive ones are going to be nicer. You're going to want those. Yes, and we're gonna we have a story for that. <laughs> we have a story for that coming up. So stick with us. Okay. So once you've kind of done your numbers homework, you've got the number ready. Yes. You're debt free. You've got some. You got a rainy day fund in place. You're ready to strike and save up. You know, ten to twenty percent down for this number, whatever it is particular to you. Now, the next thing you want to do in this preparation phase is check your credit report. Yep. And why is this important? Well, this, where can they get a free one? Yeah, so you might hear commercials about your credit, getting a free credit report, or do a lot this, of them you are get a free scams. credit report. A lot of things um, could be like, get a free credit report when you sign up for this other thing, and we're going to charge you a bunch every month for it, and then we'll <laughs> never use it. <laughs> That's what they're saying, right? That's what the deal is. Or um, like free credit report, and then you 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 you're opting into all of our marketing. We're gonna market credit cards up your wazoo and out the other side. Like, so where's just a get a free one. free one? So go to annualcreditreport.com. Yeah, this is the website um, that like gets you the right links. It's set up. So this gets you the, the free credit report that's required by law of the three main credit bureaus. Yeah. So you can either hit them all up at once, make sure they're all in agreement and everything's correct or spread them out. Do one, uh, one check every like four months or so. Cause then you're kind of consistently checking your credit because the system is they're supposed to be talking to each other and keeping each other up to date so you can probably do that but if you really want to make sure everything's set you could do them all at once the reason this is so important annual credit report.com and the reason this is so important hey you're cutting me off every time i talk (laughs) classic okay so this is so important because i mean with your credit you either really want it to be high 
or non-existent whatsoever. When you fall into that middle zone, it's no good. And you want to make sure that there's not incorrect things on your credit report. Or just weird stuff that shouldn't be there anymore. Right, exactly. Like? Like, we did ours, and there was a random ticket in collections for Jonathan. And, like, I mean, we kind of were, like, taken aback because we don't... We had been debt-free, and, like, it was news to us that there was something in collections with our names on it. And so we dug into it a little more, and it was actually on a speeding ticket. The speeding ticket that I got... Years, Years prior. ago when I drove real fast. Like 2010. And um, and I, sw- I swear you did. No, I you did. paid you... that ticket. So what happened was... And I paid the extra to like not have it on my record or something stupid like that. So what happened, we, we traced it back. We saw the transaction for the exact amount go out of your bank account. But... It, you paid for a money order. I got a money order. Be, but because he didn't have a receipt of the money order. I didn't have the number of the money order. They wouldn't they verify cashed. that you actually paid it. Yeah. It was the most frustrating thing ever, guys. Because he had paid this like paid $200 ticket back when. And now here he was paying it again. So he had to, we, we just decided, you know what? It's easier for us to just pay this $200 ticket again and get this off our credit report because it takes months for this all to get... To get cleaned up and filtered out and all that, yeah. Right, and we were going to... This is all like... This is fall of 2013, and we knew we were going to be looking in like late spring 2014, so time was of the essence. Mm -hmm. And if you have a lower credit score because of incorrect information, you're going to qualify for higher mortgage rates. Yeah. So that means that the $200 we could pay today and get this gone was going to be far less over the the quarter of a percent over a couple of years in our mortgage. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So the next thing that you need to do is make sure you have the right real estate agent. Mm, this is so important. If you have a bad real estate agent, you're going to have a bad house buying experience. Yes. If yes, you have a yes, great yes, one, yes. Whoa, it really does make a difference. Yeah. And so the first thing you want to do is uh, find some real estate agents so that you can begin interviewing them. Mm-hmm. Now, at the time, we didn't have Wallowin. Uh, So we didn't really know a ton of real estate agents, but we knew other financial experts out there that had connections. And we totally trust Dave Ramsey and his endorsed local provider network. And we knew that there'd be endorsed local provider agents in the Denver area. So we went onto that website, we put in our zip code, and the next thing you know, we are connected with like five potential agents. Because it gives them your information. Right. But it also gives you their information, right? Right. So you can call them, and mm-hmm. if they're good at if they're at all good at what they do, they will call you. Right. So within an hour of me <laughs> submitting this, I got my very first call from one of the agents, and she was so nice was and awesome. so sweet. And she asked if she could take us out to coffee the next day, and we said absolutely, of course. So we set that up, and then, and she didn't ask anything about the home buying, just like about us, and then if she could take us to coffee. And the the next couple phone calls, they trickled in over the next day. And all of them didn't ask anything about Jonathan and I. And it was kind of like, what are you looking at? What's your price range? Let me get you set up on this website. I'll give you the leads. And, and like, we were like, wait, 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 wait. We were, it's like November. Like, we're not going to, 
we don't want to go luck until like May. Mm-hmm. We're just picking an agent. So anyway, by the time we got to this coffee date, we were already kind of like, okay, I think this gal has a leg up. And then we sat there for like 90 minutes. And again, 80% of the conversation was just like who we are, what we value. Like she heard about our our journey to becoming debt-free. She loved that. She, you know, shared her own like things that she's interested in mm-hmm. with us. I mean, we became friends. She and then did. the last little 10% was like, okay, let's talk about your time buying is going to be more like in May. And then she kind of told us, don't you dare get on the websites. Yeah. Don't go, you know, wandering around. Because those things are going to make you want to just jump. Jump the gun. And if you know your your timeline, because we knew we wanted to put almost 20% down and we knew our price range, it was going to take us until May to get that. Mm -hmm. And so she said, it's just not even worth like going and looking now or like making yourself all antsy and whipped up by getting on Zillow every day and seeing yep. these houses that you fall in mm-hmm. love with that you can't bid on. And what was really great because we, we were first-time homebuyers was our first like meeting with her Right. was just an education. Right. It was just like, hey, here's how the process works. This is what these letters mean. This is what this is. This is it, was, it was awesome. She like gave us like a crash course on home buying. Mm-hmm. She didn't have to do that. I mean, we not at all. We now that we have met other agents, we're like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this gal was one in a million. Yep. Yep. One in a million. If you're in Denver, let us know. We can let you know who oh, she is. Oh, we will hook you up with <laughs> the shark herself. <laughs> she spins circles around all the other agents in the area, and she's just as sweet as can be. She's so, great. anyway, uh, we interviewed, you know, her and other people, mm-hmm, other agents. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it was just clear that she was light years ahead of everybody else. Yep. And she wasn't going to have us fudge on our principles. That was very I, important. I do remember, fast forward, we actually got to May, right? Mm-hmm. Now it's time to go looking, which was the fun part. And we'll talk about that in another episode. Ooh, the, the, the decision point, if, if we were going to do what we said we were going to do, or if we were going to not Right. And the thing is, is that real estate agents, they get paid more if you spend more. Yes. And the we commission got, gets bigger. We got to a point where we were tempted to do <sighs> twice of what we initially wanted to do. And you know what? Here was the proof was in the pudding. Bingo. We knew she, we picked the right person. Yeah. She talked us down back to where we truly were. I mean, she was like, I'm not going to make you do one thing or not do another thing. But you truly, but you, like, you don't want to do this. Your plan was to do this and this and this. And, and I don't know yeah. if this is in your plan. And you need to think yeah. about it. You're swept up. Oh, she and she was good. She, was so she good talked though. us off the ledge, <laughs> sent us home. But again, we're going to talk about that whole process in a later episode because she was just, the whole looking process was incredible. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get there. But you have to interview the agent. Ask them questions about the market that you're in. What's their track record? How many homes have they sold? What's their strategy that's going to help them get your bid seen and and rise to the top against other bidders? I mean, we were in Denver, and there were so many other people bidding on every single property we were going to potentially write an offer on. So we needed to know how she was going to differentiate us and mm-hmm. help us stand out. And you need that for you as well. And where where she would help us negotiate. There's not a lot of negotiation negotiating in Denver <laughs> mm-hmm. other than up. Except for how high <laughs> up you want me to pay. Yeah. 
But anyway, those are the things you want to talk about as you're interviewing the agent. And it's going to be different for each for each uh, person, each couple who are who are looking to work with a real estate agent. That's why there's so many out there, so many that are successful. Um, they can match up with different types of people. But when you interview them, you need to know um, you know know what you're looking for, know what's going to work. And the best real estate agent out there might not be your buddy's cousin. Right. I mean, a lot of people know a real estate agent either through friends or family. And nine times out of 10, those don't work out. Mm-hmm. And then you're just bitter towards that friend or family member. And so that's why we recommend... it's going to be really hard to like... After like it just hasn't been working and hasn't been working, it's going to be really hard to like... Let them go. Let them go and work with somebody else. Exactly. That's why we recommend doing this interview process and really seeing, you know, what are their results? What, the, what have they been? What kind of experience do they have? And really getting into the weeds on that so that that is what you're choosing based off of, not some who knows who. You're, you're letting the results of their track record speak to, for themselves mm-hmm. and the rapport that you're developing because you have to be able to trust your agent. 100%. Yep. yep. If you guys want to take things further, uh, like I said, this is going to be a, a series, but with each episode, we're going to create a guide for you. And so, hey, if you want a checklist to help you dive into this preparation phase with even a few extra little bonus points uh, that we didn't offer in the episode, if you want a checklist to help you prepare for home buying, it's in the show notes. Yep, you can go in the show notes. The show notes for this is episode number 17. So walletwin.com slash 17, or you can get that home buying guide at walletwin.com slash buy a home. Thanks for listening. We love it when you leave reviews for us. So leave a review, five stars, of course, in the Apple Podcasts app. It really helps other people find the show. Thanks for joining us today. You can learn more about this show and the Wallowin program at wallowin.com. Music in this episode is from Dylan Gardner. Listen to his new album, Almost Real, on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your music. See you next week.